Flavors and Knowledge is a bilingual podcast focusing on gastronomic education in relation to a healthy lifestyle through Food First. Our philosophy carries a moral obligation of sharing sensible knowledge to generate social awareness. Podcasts are in English with an accent and Italian. Welcome back, dear friends. This is Chef Walter with another episode of Flavors and Knowledge. Today's episode is an important one. We have a special guest, Natalie Patterson, the co-founder of InGarden. InGarden is a tabletop hydrophonic smart garden that grows fresh microgreens, and they just officially launched this in June. Natalie has a background in nutritional biochemistry and is currently pursuing an MS in food science. She has always had a passion for food and nutrition, specifically the value of growing your own nutritious food and the impact that has on health and well-being. After her extensive studies, she built an international team to lunch in garden. And today, we'll hear from Natalie regarding why microgreens and the major health benefits they have. Welcome to the show. How are you, Natalie? Oh, my goodness. It's my absolute pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on today. It's our pleasure. Our pleasure. I am so excited to have you here because you have really an outstanding concept. And I want our listeners to learn as much as possible about what you have done. But tell me something about yourself, because I know that you're on the East Coast, but how did you get started, meaning uh, your career? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Such an exciting question. So a little bit about me. I actually grew up in New Zealand. And through this upbringing, you know, this is what started my passion for food and specifically understanding how valuable it is to connect with our food. You know, as a chef, I'm sure you can relate yourself, just how magical the process is. And in the New Zealand Maori culture, we have a saying, and that is hikeki o kuringa, which means food from my hands. And I resonate so strongly with this notion because I believe it you know, underlines the importance of connecting with our food and where our food comes from. Yet, you know, although my young childhood was in New Zealand, I, in my teenage years, moved to central city London, where, let me tell you, we do not have green space. <laughs> I didn't even have a garden, right? And so I saw firsthand how disconnected we do become from our food in this modern, fast-paced lifestyle that we live. And so for me, understanding these experiences that I had from a very holistic, natural connection with the land and food to a busy, a wonderful, vibrant, modern lifestyle, I realized that something needed to happen to fulfill that disconnect. And for me, 
in-garden, right? Having an indoor smart garden right there, accessible to connect with our food inside our house is that balance that we need to start improving how we nourish ourselves, right? In an innovative, fresh, accessible way, you know, without sacrificing the need for ease and convenience. Clearly, nutrition is an important part of your life, but I'm uh, eager to understand how you, as a foreign person, I can consider you foreign. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. How do you see the American diet going? Why we are having so many difficulties, especially in school children programs? Mm, yes, I think, you know, one common theme I see come up a lot is that, you know, food is different in Europe. Like, you know, Americans will travel and maybe they have, say, a gluten sensitivity here when they consume American-based uh, uh, products. However, when they go to Europe, they don't have the same, you know, digestive issues. And so I actually teach undergraduate nutrition classes. And when discussing the American diet, I like to use this acronym called SAD. So S-A-D stands for Standard American Diet. Sad because it is sad. <laughs> it is sad because you see, the media and the market can sometimes overcomplicate the definition of what it means to be healthy and make you know make healthy living seem unattainable. And for the most part, I feel that this leaves people without application-based solutions to help them make positive change changes in their life. And you know. For me, and I think you too with this podcast, you are here to show people that healthy living can be easy and fun. It's just about finding valuable tools that help us make nutrition food easy, convenient and accessible, you know, just as the un, you know, less nutritious stuff. And you see, for me, you know, back to back to in-garden and growing your own microgreens in home, accessing one of the most nutritionally dense foods out there, that's one tool we can use to help achieve that balance <laughs> and start reversing what it means when discussing the standard American diet. I think uh, one of the major components and our difficulty here has been the the impartiality of the regulations, mm -hmm. allowing major food companies to remanufacture and redesign the food and confusing the public from a simple uh, label reading yes. to the actual understanding of ingredients. Mm, uh, very, very true. Well, these are things that really don't happen in other nations where there is much more emphasis and nutrition, but most of all, and the regulations that apply to major food companies. Correct. Exactly. Exactly. As someone pursuing my master's in food science, I can tell you what you're saying is very, very true. Well, we have Americans that uh, unfortunately still fail to understand the balance between good food and good living in addition to... Uh, the work that we do. Our society, unfortunately, doesn't give us much time to take care of our body. And when we do, it's probably too late. Uh, but I've had uh, the opportunity to try your product. 
Yes. And I must tell you, at first, uh, it was I was a little bit skeptical. Actually, I had my wife with me, and <laughs> she's she's very good in gardening. And so I said, listen, take a look at this. Help me out putting the kit together. Yes. But I, I, I want you uh, to tell our listeners, because I know that, first of all, it's all sustainable. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I can think of that uh, someone might be a little bit skeptical is because they may not know how to use the microgreens. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that about skepticism, because let me tell you, I have that too. I think when it comes to these innovative new tools that are now accessible to us, right? These smart tools. Like I, I imagine, you know, some of us used to think back of the idea of having a mobile phone where we would carry it around every day seems like a strange foreign concept, but look at us all now, right? We love these smart devices. We love Google maps that helps us get to A to Z, right? But we used to use paper. And so I think when it comes to these things, it's realizing that once you have it, and I'm sure perhaps you can comment on this like once you have something like in garden in your home in your kitchen it it makes your life easier and it makes healthy eating simplified and you know to your question of how can we use microgreens well actually what's fun and I'm sure you know you can also I suppose relate to the history of microgreens because they began in the fine dining culinary space and you know they were a beautiful gourmet garnish and typically you know termed this word called vegetable confetti because they are fun and and cute and mini and definitely add a fun aesthetic to one's food however you and I relate uh, with each other on one concept and that is our mission to educate people. And for me, I am here to take microgreens from simply a beautiful garnish on a plate and help to educate people that microgreens are more than just a visually appealing garnish that you add, say, to your sandwiches or salads at lunch or your you know, pasta or salmon dinner or perhaps even on your eggs or smoothie in the morning, right? They can be so much more than that because they are beautiful but they are also, as I mentioned previously, one of the most nutritionally dense foods that one can you know, incorporate into their diet. And I, as a scientist, must quantify that for you. So for example, the red cabbage microgreens that are this beautiful you know, purple green color, they in fact have 230% more of the daily you know, requirement for vitamin A. They have 100% more of the daily value for folate and 88% more of the daily value for manganese. And this last number I'm about to say seems crazy, but it's actually 2,150% more of the daily value for phosphorus. And this is all compared to mature red cabbage, right? So microgreens, the word nutritionally dense means they have more of our essential vitamins and minerals packed into them, you know, delivering your body as a vitamin and mineral, you know, bomb, right? And so, yes, they are a great, you know, addition to any meal from your breakfast to your lunch to your dinner. However, knowing that you are adding this impactful nutritional just punch to your meals, I think that's taking, you know, taking it a step further in the sense of how to 
boost our diet with these essential vitamins and minerals and make sure that we are nourishing ourselves from the inside out. <laughs> and without any additional uh, over-the-counter pharmacy uh, vitamins, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. There's more of a guarantee that you're getting these nutrients because they're coming from a whole food, right? Microgreens are simply the tiny versions of vegetables we already know and love. Right. I can tell you my grandchildren love the idea because they watched this whole progress uh, in the growing aspect. And they yes. were uh, very excited also because I'm not sure uh, many of the young generation actually understand that our food grows. That's another educational event that we should talk exactly. about in another podcast. <laughs> People see food in supermarkets. They have uh, no knowledge of agricultural setting, territory, what it takes to grow something beautiful. Uh, and you were able to do this with simply water and a light and an LED yep. light. <laughs> That's yep. fascinating. Yeah, no, I'm so glad you brought that up because I, you know, that's my upbringing, right? That's my passion of connecting with our food. And I'm sure it's not only fun for the grandkids, but I'm sure it's fun for us too, you know, like getting to wake up and see, you know, these microgreens grow in seven days, which is such a short turnaround. And it's just, it's, it's fun. It's bringing fun and science back to the kitchen, I suppose. Right. Now, I, uh, your kit that I received at, uh, I think, a mixture of uh, different uh, selection. Correct. But uh, if you would talk to me about the logistic aspect, what someone should expect if they either get on a, a weekly plan or perhaps buy from you just once? They yes. can select oh, their question. own? Yes. So logistics wise, when you purchase in garden, right, you will get a starter kit, which includes the device, right? The in garden, which is, uh, as you mentioned, it includes the ceramic base, which is a ceramic bowl, right? And I'm sure you right. can uh, comment on it's quite heavy, but <laughs> hopefully that's indicative of quality, right? Um, yes. And then internally, you place the stainless steel rack right so that's where the microgreen seed pads are placed on top of and then we have the led lighting system and it's all autonomous all you have to do is water it once a week and so with you know the turnaround with your microgreens you'll get the in garden right in the starter kit and one eco pack which has seven seed pads you don't have to like you know think about pouring the seed pads out of a package or something they are you know stuck onto the seed mats and you simply place them on the in garden and water them so that's what you'll get logistically in one starter kit and in terms of you know continuously growing your microgreens we do offer a monthly subscription service for purchasing the eco packs which again you can get a variety of different microgreens in one from mustard microgreens to kale microgreens to arugula microgreens red cabbage microgreens as i mentioned etc we have eight different varieties um and so with that you know as i mentioned the logistics of growing cycle right seven days to grow the microgreens and then you know we estimate a week of harvesting right a week of getting to add 
them to your diet and then you then replace the seed pads and then you have another seven days of growing, right? So this is week three in a month, a seven days of growing. And then the fourth week is your second, um, you know, round of harvesting and then monthly subscription, your micro, your new microgreen eco pack will arrive in the mail and you start again. One week of growing, one week of harvesting, one week of growing, one week of harvesting. So... Right trying to get the thinking out of it for us. You don't have to think about going to the supermarket to buy these fresh microgreens. You don't have to think about them dying, right? It is all as autonomous as possible so that we take the effort <laughs> out of the process for you and make it easy and simplified. You have uh, three different selection here. I mean, the one uh, that I'm looking at right now because I have one of your wonderfully explained brochure Yes. Uh, the superfood selection. It includes yes. kale, cress, arugula, alfalfa, and then you have the essential selection with radish, red cabbage, broccoli, mustard. You also have the pure selection, alfalfa, arugula, cress, radish. I mean, you have enough for everyone's taste, right? Exactly. And for me, I particularly favor the variety packs because I believe that the more variety we have in the different foods we choose, right? Not only are we, you know, creating a safety buffer for us when it comes to making sure that we are, you know, not deficient in particular nutrients, but it's also, it's fun because, you know, as I mentioned, each microgreen, like the red cabbage is a beautiful purple color, but some of the others are this more light green or darker green. They have kind of different shapes and I'm sure you can comment on the different tastes as well, right? spicy edge or spicy kick with the say mustard or arugula or kind of more soft sweet with the red cabbage so again this is just making healthy eating accessible actually i uh, had your kit in my kitchen here in a cooking school and uh doing a class about nine days ago i had a group of about 12 and everyone uh, cut them with a scissor and we used most of them I try to teach them how to use them, not just cold, but also as a reduction as part of a sauce. Because there we go. The elements that are contained within these greens are so powerful that they mm -hmm. can enrich any sauces at all. We made a chicken with a lemon rind and a little bit of cream, and we added some of the greens on the inside, but we didn't cook them completely. We just cooked them lightly so yes. that they will still have the green color vivid yes. on a plate. And everybody was uh, really astonished about the result. Oh, so I'm excited to hungry. let you know that. Well, it <laughs> that was, it was interesting. I, I think chefs can only help in terms of utilization because, as you know, microgreens, especially in many restaurants, are used to adorn a plate, which... Yes. Uh, in that case, they lose the essentiality mm -hmm. of the actual product. Yeah, no, it I'm just... glad you mentioned sauces because I feel like, you know, making a microgreen butter or pesto or even adding it to, say, hummus would be, you know, these fun ways we can get creative with our cooking, with healthy eating, you know, and that's that's part of the magic for me. I tried a plate of pasta uh, here with my wife, Carmela, but we did the spaghetti. We like a... a al dente spaghetti with a little bit of extra virgin olive oil and yes. parmigiano reggiano 
and it's almost like when the pasta is ready to be served, I have some of the microgreens and I just folded them together and served. And ah. it was an amazing taste because it elevated the plate to another level of a flavor profile. And I just wanted you to know that that was my experience. So I've had quite a few of them. I want to thank you for that. Goodness, that makes me so happy to hear. No, it, it really worked well. I want you to know that. Uh, and I will tell you the opposite as well. Uh, yes. Anything else you That's would like to I add? That's what I appreciate about you. <laughs> oh. um, well, I would say, you know, when it comes to what you and I discuss and helping people understand and be more educated with their food, I think a call to action for all the listeners would simply be to Google microgreens or check out our website, you know, ingarden.com, because a picture is worth a thousand words. You know, we can talk on and on about the device or microgreens and these different foods and dishes, but I think where the real action happens is when you see it for yourself. And so I would, you know, check out the website, ingarden.com, check out our social media, which is ingarden underscore com for all, you know, Instagram, uh, TikTok, etc. cetera. Uh, just take a look. I think that first step of curiosity is a step in the right direction because the more you take these snippets of, you know, golden nuggets of information you learn and then take action on that. That's going to make the difference to your health and wellness. And so I hope, you know, everyone out there can start sharing the the same level of excitement you and I have <laughs> for well, these microgreens all day. I can guarantee you that you have an ally here in New England. And for those of you who are listening, if you are in the area here, uh, of course, you can contact me and I'll have all the information on the show notes. If you need any additional information on uh, the microgreens from in garden. In the meantime, if you're in a kitchen cooking, either today or tonight, always keep uh, your eyes on the fire. Uh, lastly, Natalie, before I let you go, a, is there a 1-800 number? Yes. So before, you know, I almost forgot to mention, do not forget that uh, your listeners, because they are so awesome, do get a 20% discount code if they choose to purchase in garden, which is going to be flavors 20. So F L A V O R S 20 on the website. And that is specific to you. And so obviously that I mean, you know, provide that for you in your show notes and stuff as well. But I think, you know, we all like a little discount here and there. So I'm sure someone might, might appreciate that. Well, let's uh, wrap it up. It's been such a pleasure to have you on. And uh, for you listeners, if you have a passion for good food, if you're into nutrition as we are, and if you would like the growing understanding of nutrition food in your own house, consider impact. And uh, I will wrap up with the show saying thank you again, Natalie. You've been really appreciated. I could be talking to you forever. Yeah, uh, time I know, well, I'm so sorry. We went <laughs> over so long. I know no, it's you okay. I'm sure. That's no, okay. Time is always the enemy in anything we do in life. <laughs> So in Garden with Natalie Patterson wraps up this episode of Flavors and Knowledge. Follow Flavors and Knowledge podcast on anchor.fm or any of your preferred platforms. And if you are on YouTube, please follow our channels, which is under the Chef Walter's Cooking School page. I don't have much more to say other than 
Thank you, Natalie. Ciao. Thank you. Flavors and Knowledge is brought to you by Chef Walch's Cooking School in Cranston, Rhode Island. For classes, workshops, events, and programs, please visit our website at chefwalterscookingschool.com. For all other services offered by Chef Walter's Food Group, check out our main website, chefwalter.com.